Hello, everybody! This is not Justin here, this is Jared, but uh, me and Dan are here to give you a little Rivalry Week preview. Uh, we're a little late due to Thanksgiving, but here we are, and we're going to give you everything you need to know about this weekend's festivities. Um, yeah, we got a packed show, we're going to talk a little basketball, a little soccer, and then get into the football stuff. So, without further ado, let's bool! All I gotta do it this time. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here! That's right! Let's back this bula. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go wild, Let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. Hello listeners and welcome in. This is me, Danny, the usual person for this part of the podcast. And today is Friday, all you time trackers out there. And we just had a great Thanksgiving day. Uh, we had some NFL football, which was about as boring as usual. <laughs> uh, best part had... was the best part was that fight between the Cowboys and Raiders. Oh, I saw that. Other than they that, went like flying like ten yards <laughs> past the sidelines, like yeah. tussling. <laughs> that was entertaining. Oh yeah, nothing compared to what college football is going to bring us tomorrow, though, and today. Oh yeah, true. College football, it's a great weekend. Mm -hmm. Let me just say. So before we move on past Thanksgiving, I have a public statement to make. Oh, boy. Because it seems like everywhere I look, everyone says, oh, turkey is garbage. Eat some ham or eat some steak, <laughs> eat some prime rib, even chicken. Or they say, oh, stuffing is the most overrated food I have ever had. I don't know why we eat it at Thanksgiving. It's not good. But I have to defend turkey and stuffing because I love them both, honestly. And I look forward to eating them every year. I don't think they're overrated. But in my opinion, mashed potatoes are the most overrated part of Thanksgiving. Oh, baby. That is what do you think very, about that? That is a very hot topic. Okay. Um, I, first off, I totally agree with you, actually, on stuffing and turkey. Yeah. Yeah, and they're actually good. Yeah, they are good. And I love leftovers. You make like you get a roll and you put yes. in a little bit of turkey, stuffing, gravy, mm. and then put it in the microwave, warm it up. Mm. So good. It's good. As for the mashed potatoes, that's the very first time I've ever heard somebody say <laughs> mashed potatoes is overrated. Do you eat your mashed potatoes with gravy? Yeah, I make a little volcano thing. Okay. Pour good. the gravy in, get a little pool. I just feel like I'd much rather be eating a roll or some stuffing or something with gravy than some mashed potatoes. So, wow! I, I'd you rather know have like roast potatoes or even French fries if you're feeling <laughs> fast food than mashed potatoes. Okay, uh, that's very interesting. You know what? We should put a poll up on our Instagram. Yeah, we should. <laughs> 
see what's the most overrated Thanksgiving food. Cause yeah, I bet everyone will say stuffing probably, but I just hey, have to defend it. I, I like stuffing. As for the yeah. mashed potatoes one, that's a little bit out there, Dan. <laughs> just had to get that <laughs> off my chest. Well, consider it off the chest. Um, another Thanksgiving gripe that I have is that the egg bowl, Mac Leach just like wet the bed. Yeah. And I was so disappointed. That was disappointing. Uh, the, the, the possession right before halftime was absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> so it's like six to 10 for Ole Miss and Mississippi state drives down the field. They'd already missed a field goal earlier in the first half. They drive down the field. They get to first and goal. They drop a touchdown pass. They drop a touchdown pass. They run a play that's holding. They go back. They drop a touchdown pass. And then they shake a field goal. So sad. (laughs) It was so bad. And then they just couldn't put it together at the end. They had lots of chances but couldn't. I was really disappointed in that. Yeah. I mean, they were in that one. They were never, like, completely out of the game. Yeah. Against, you know, a really good Ole Miss team. But I guess that's how rivalries work. You know, teams play up to the occasion. But yeah. ultimately, and they couldn't pull it out. Yeah. And in the end, it was a great starter to the weekend. It was yep. exciting. It's crazy plays. Um, but before we get into uh, before we get into more football, let's quickly cover BYU basketball. BYU basketball oh. had yet another game. They beat Texas Southern of like the 85 directional Texas schools. They beat <laughs> yeah. the Southern one. It's 81 schools. to 64. Anything stand out to you in this one, Dan? I mean, it wasn't the most exciting. Texas Southern were you know, pretty feisty. They kind yeah. of they just kept it reasonably close, never let BYU completely run away with it. I guess for me, the biggest thing was Foos was back. And not only was he back on the court, he was back dominating. Because mm-hmm. he is so good down low. Goes hard in the paint. He's the <laughs> artist in the paint. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and it was good to see him back. I have to keep reminding myself that he's only a freshman. Right. Because he just looks so like dominant out there. He really does. It's it's weird. He looks like he was born to play basketball. Like he just looks yeah. so smooth. Something that I was just talking to my uncle. He said he looks so polished already. Mm. That's a great way to put it, right? Like his post moves, the way he moves, the way he understands the offense, even though he doesn't even understand English that well. Like yeah. he just gets it. He knows. I'm really excited about him. Me too. So overall, you know, the game was never in doubt, but we didn't shoot the ball very well. <laughs> Gideon George sure didn't. Gideon George was very confident, but only made one out of his eight threes that he just kind of heaved up left and right. <laughs> yeah. Even Alex Barcelo had an off night shooting, but yeah. I'm sorry, defense. We once again shut the other team down, and like I said, the game was never in doubt. We just kind of cruised to a victory. Yeah, I know, and I. I felt like we came out a little flat too. Like yeah. this team hasn't won a game <laughs> day before Thanksgiving, you know, and I just thought we could have played with a little more energy, but like you said, it was never in doubt. Yeah. 
Yeah, ended up winning by 17, which is you know, respectable. And it's weird we scored 81 shooting the ball so poorly, right? I know. <laughs> we had a lot of players in double figures. I think we had five or something. That's awesome. So no one completely you know, went off, but you know, we had solid production from a few guys. Yeah, and it's good to know that we don't have to rely completely on Alex Barcelo to score 25 points in order to win. Yep, exactly. As far as the dunk to turnover ratio, how did we do this week? Oh, this week was four to eight. So, yeah. Yeah, I think too many turnovers. Mm-hmm. Four dunks is a lot more than we'd normally have as a BYU team, but this year it's not you know, the most we've had. Yeah. But yeah, not great. Not an electric game. Yeah. By any means. I feel like there's definitely more out there for us. Yep. And this weekend we've got what should be a big rivalry game, sort of. <laughs> but there's some disappointing circumstances beyond it or yes. surrounding it. Do you want to explain those? Yes. So first off, the game is on rivalry weekend in football. Yeah. So I've, like there, you don't, you, you can't spend the full attention on it, right? Mm-hmm. Secondly, it's sandwiched in between the women's soccer elite eight game and the men's or the i guess always men's but the football (laughs) game um and it's right in between and then the last part most frustrating part is that even if we wanted to watch it we couldn't because it's on the pac-12 network terrible so bad yeah i mean i was thinking i always look forward to this game but you know with the other sporting events going on that day and the fact that it's on the Pac-10 network plus gold package or <laughs> whatever that channel wants to call themselves. <laughs> I probably can't watch it unless I can find a certain stream of it. Mm-hmm. I won't say if it's legal or not. Yeah, I legality cannot, aside. No comment at this time. <laughs> but, I mean, there's the soccer game, the football game, so many other great football games. Mm-hmm. It's not a great scheduling move by either team, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly Utah's five and zero, and also fun fact: the Utah BYU. This is the first time the basketball teams have met when they're both undefeated since nineteen twelve. Wow! So nineteen twelve—that's kind of a long time. Like I don't even yeah. know if I remember that one or my dad. <laughs> that's like but it's a while ago. Ancient times. <laughs> the yeah, they probably played it with like a leather ball and an actual basket back then. Oh, or like a peach, and they threw it in the basket. <laughs> yeah, back in yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so Utah is five and zero, but they haven't played anyone who's even close to being ranked. No, I mean, our junior jazz rec league team from high school could probably beat them. Oh, definitely. Being honest, but I mean, they are five and zero, so there's that. But I'm not really worried about this one. Yeah, no, neither am I. And I was talking to Caleb Lohner earlier today. He was on BOUSN, and so oh, I was talking yeah. to him before he went on, and he was like, it's going to be an absolute beatdown. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm very excited to check mentality. the box score after. Yep. Because can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> very excited to glue my eyes to the game cast. Yes. While watching per hour. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, 
the other sports like we were mentioning, women's soccer, huge game. Oh yeah. The this is if they win, they beat South Carolina. This would be the first time ever BYU has been to the Final Four, or the yeah. what's it called in soccer, like the the soccer cup or something. Uh, I don't know. I think That's a good question. Some sort of cup. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Pardon my in not not good knowledge. Um. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But the other game is BYU-USC. Number 13, mm -hmm. BYU traveling to USC to play the Trojans in the Coliseum, which I don't remember the Trojans ever being in the Coliseum. Pretty sure that was the Romans. But anyway, <laughs> we will be playing at USC this weekend. Point. Yeah, this at the beginning of the season was you know, looking like it would be a huge game for BYU. Last game of the season, kind of our last chance to – make a case for our team to the rankings committee. But USC has proven to be a little disappointing this season. And also, there are a lot of Mormons in Southern California. Yeah. And they love to go to BYU games. So there's no saying which team will be the home team. <laughs> yeah, I especially after watching last week BYU or USC UCLA there were yeah. like 200 fans in attendance That's total yeah i bet you there'll be like 30,000 BYU fans at this game <laughs> that would be awesome justin our dear friend and co-host he mm -hmm. is actually going to be at the game which is why he's not here right now oh sweet so yeah um well obviously the first and most important part of the game is the uniform matchup usc going to their classics i i've always thought their uniforms are kind of ugly like so is that the red shirt with the white pants or is it yellow pants yellow yellow pants yellow pants and some yellow and white trim yeah no i've never loved it at yeah i mean it's classic obviously right but it is yeah in terms of college football it's classic the color combo is not my favorite, you know, red and yellow. I know, right? Kind of looks like McDonald's or something. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but, BYU yeah. is going with the Royal Oreo. Okay. Why is that called the Royal Oreo? <laughs> so we got royal helmets, royal okay. pants, and then mm -hmm. white jerseys with royal trim. Interesting. So I think it could look really good. Yeah. I'm glad we're going with the Royal. For sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is our last game of the season. We've got to finish strong. So I think it'll be a clean look for us. Yeah. I like, our, I like the royal and white combo for sure. Yeah, me too. And also, this is uh, the first time BYU has ever worn a different uniform combination each game of the regular season. Wow. Yeah, which is really well, interesting. Yeah, I kind of like, like that. it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so. You... Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, my question is, will we ever see Royal and Navy in the same Ooh. uniform combo? Originally, like, I would have said no, absolutely not. But UNC has done this in the past where they do a Navy and Powder Blue or Navy and yeah, Carolina Blue. And it actually doesn't look that bad. So Yeah, they have like a little Navy you know, trim or outline mm -hmm. on the numbers or something. Probably not for everyone, but I, personally, I I like it. I like the you know mixing it up. Yeah, the two tone. There. Yeah, 
I think it could be cool. What if they did just like a split down the middle and the right half okay. was all Royal, and the left half was all Navy? That seems like something Under Armour would do for Maryland. <laughs> They've got some funky combos. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. They also have some really good combos, though. Oh, they do. Very nice. Beautiful. Uh, anyway, anything about USC that stands out to you? I mean... They're four and six, so they have this game and then a postponed game against Cal coming up. So they yeah. need to win to get to bowl eligibility. They fired their head coach, Clay Hilton. Uh, Jackson Dart yeah. is a starting cue, his local kid, Corner Canyon. Yeah. Um, glad they're going with Jackson Dart. I think it'll be you know, fun to see him play a game against BYU. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we make him regret leaving the state Heck yeah, for baby. his college ball. And USC, they are just coming off, and they lost to Arizona State two weeks ago, lost to UCLA by like 30 (laughs) last week, so not in the best of form, and (laughs) I think we should win this one. I agree. I think it should be pretty handy, too. Yeah. I expect BYU to cover the spread. I think they're seven-point favorites right now. Yeah, we definitely should should cover that. Yeah. BYU, what are we playing for in this game? So for BYU, I think a New Year's Six is kind of on the line, right? But it's more out of our control. I think we're mainly fighting for a 10-win season, right? Mm -hmm. The first 10-win season, barring last year, since 2009, where we did it in the regular season, right? We went 10-3 and or 11-2 and for three years. And I think that's a huge accomplishment for this BYU team, to have 10 wins against the schedule we had. I I know, that'd be amazing. Yeah, if you would have told me we'd have 10 wins at the beginning of the season, I would have slapped you. But it's <laughs> it's in the cards right now. So would this be our seventh Power 5 game yes. this year? So we'd yes. be 6-1 and one against Power 5 teams, which that's almost <laughs> a whole like conference schedule right there. Right? Going 6-1 and one in those games would be amazing. It'd be fantastic. I mean... If you think about it, that's better than probably two-thirds of all Power 5 teams, right? Yeah. That kind yeah, of record. That's awesome. So I think that – I mean, 5-2 and two is still good, right, even if we were to lose it. Yeah. We go 9-3. and three, We could still get to 10 wins. But honestly, if we went 10-3, and three, it's kind of like you look at it and you're like, meh, right? But 11-2 yeah. and two or 10-2, and two, you know, like that, that's really good. That's a I great think that's season. Yeah, I think that's really something to play for there. Yeah, so I'm looking to for BYU to win this game easily. This is their last chance to impress the committee. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of, you know, play for themselves instead of having to sit back and you know hope the right teams win and lose. So right, we have to finish strong here, and then you know we'll sit back for. The rest of championship weekend, rivalry weekend, and hopefully, you know, things fall into our favor for us to you know, sneak into a New Year Six bid, but we'll have to see. Yeah. I would love for Kalani to run it up on these guys, but I doubt it's going to happen. Yeah, knowing him, I wouldn't <laughs> bet on it. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get on to just a full-on rivalry week uh, intro. This is obviously one of my favorite weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, bowl season, 
is awesome, right? But there isn't yeah. a better like three days, you know, weekend where you got all these chippy games, people playing teams they hate, you know, yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, um, BYU, Utah used to be on this weekend. That was always fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great weekend of college football. Yeah. I mean, the BYU-Utah rivalry has been weird lately because you know, Utah's been kind of dumb and either not scheduled us or schedules us in, like, September. So that used to be a fun weekend to look forward to, even though in recent memory we didn't have the best record against <laughs> them. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, I would love to see us kind of get things back on track there and play them in the last week of the regular season. I think definitely that would be the best for both teams. But, you know, that's the rivalry that is always the first in my mind. Um, another memory that comes to mind for me is the kick six in the oh. Iron Bowl. <laughs> oh, baby. That I will never forget. That was an amazing play. <laughs> um, so Alabama was kicking, what was it, like a 50-something yard field goal? Yeah, like 49, 50 yards. 49, yeah. Auburn sent a guy back just to stand under the goalpost, just in case it was a little <laughs> short. Um, Alabama kicked it. It was looking you know, pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, the power was debatable. Um, <laughs> the Auburn guy ended up being able to catch it, and he ran back the whole length of the field, like 109 yards or something. 109 and a half yards, the yeah. Zone <laughs> and scored a touchdown to win the game. And oh. Everyone was going crazy. That was fun. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Our friend Mark that's listening. Oh, yeah. It's probably painful. <laughs> <laughs> probably traumatic. PTSD or something. Yeah. Um, for me, I think one of my favorite rivalries is the game. Obviously, I'm a huge Ohio State fan. And so this is the biggest game of the year, regardless of national championships or who else you play. This is the game. Like, yeah, I don't think it's hard to explain to people like how much this means to the players and to the coaches and stuff. Yeah. But to put it in perspective, like in the Ohio State locker room, there's several banners and they all say beat that team up north beat you know, Michigan, and they have the M crossed out. Like, it's what they work towards mm -hmm. all year. And if you go to YouTube and look up Ohio State versus Michigan trailer, the Ohio State Athletics puts out, like, a video about the game. And oh, if you watch boy. that, it'll give you a little taste of to <laughs> how important and how meaningful this rivalry is. Yeah. So they do those videos, like, every week, I feel like. And they're mm -hmm. always so good. They really this one are. is going to be extra special. Oh, yes. Yeah, that game is always fun to watch. I remember in high school going over to your house to watch it, and mm -hmm. it's always great memories. <laughs> I remember in 2016 when you were in India, you, like, stayed oh, up until, yeah. like, 3 or 4 in the morning in to the watch it. Night. <laughs> it was fun. I'm glad I did. <laughs> and that game, that game and the BYU yeah. Utah game. And I remember that the 2016 Ohio State Michigan game was actually a lot like this one. It was like number three versus number six. Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and Urban Meyer. Now it's Ryan Day, but yeah, yeah. it's really good. 
are there any rivalry games that maybe aren't the highest on the radar, but you're still going to have your eyes on this week? Um, this week, I will have my eye on the Civil War Heck in Oregon. Yes. Heck yes. That one, I feel like it gets kind of slept on, maybe because it's a West Coast game or something. But Classic. I think this year it should be really good. Oregon State. And also, I mean, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before. One of my favorite color combos is green and orange. Oh, yeah. So this we is got your perfect Oregon game versus Oregon State. My eyes are going to be loving this one. <laughs> Even before the play starts, just looking at those uniforms. And they usually do go like all green or all yellow on all orange. Like, yeah, it's color like rush. Color rush. <laughs> College game. Yeah. I love that one. And speaking of uniforms, the war on I-4, which depending on when you're listening to this, probably already happened. But yeah. UCF, USF, that one, USF always takes yeah, out their true. lime green <laughs> unis and UCF will have like a black or a white or a gold. Yeah. That one's fun to watch too. That is a good uniform game. Yeah. Which is the most important part of the game, obviously. Yep. Of course. <laughs> well, um, should we get into our picks? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get uh, into it. Starting with the upset picks, uh, this game is going on right now, but I did have this written before. Uh-huh. Kansas State receipts. Kansas State plus three at Texas. Now, to be honest, I'm watching this right now and I'm not feeling too good. Yeah, because <laughs> Texas <laughs> is up five and looking really, really good right now. But I had faith. I don't know if I have it right now, but I had faith that Kansas State would cover the three point spread. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye on that one. <clears throat> Justin had Western Kentucky, who is a one point underdog to Marshall. Ooh, at Marshall. Okay, and he's pulling for the Hilltoppers and their. What's their mascot even called? The, the Red Blob. The Red Blob? <laughs> I don't know what they call him, but he's fun. <laughs> or she. I don't I don't know what the gender it. is. I don't know. It. It's fun. Yeah. Not even the person. <laughs> um, for me, I have Kentucky, who is a three-point underdog traveling to Louisville. Oh. I think Kentucky, you know, they've kind of dropped off, it seems, since yeah. they're – no, they were like number ten or something. Maybe a little thing. overhyped. Just yeah. a wee bit. They had a few good wins in a row that kind of skyrocketed them up the rankings. I still think, you know, they're good. They beat good teams earlier. And I think they can beat Louisville this weekend. Yeah. That's a classic rivalry too. The Governor's Cup. The Governor's down there Cup. In the bluegrass. Mm. Yep. The bluegrass. Horse Racing Cup. I think I actually really like that pick. Like, every time I look at it, I'm like, wait, Louisville's favored? <laughs> yeah, that was surprising to me, too. <laughs> Should be an easy three points for you. I hope so. I need it. <laughs> Alrighty. Now let's get into our Tupperware 10 of Rivalry Weekend. Of course. So, 10 games. We're going to do two Friday games. And then eight Saturday games. Most of them, I think all of them actually, are rivalry games. Yeah. Yes, except for the BYU game. But that's USC's fault because they suck. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, let's start it off. Dan, what are you thinking about Carolina State? UNC at um, number 20 NC State Friday night on ESPN. So before I start, I have to say I'm down like five picks or something in this one on the yeah. season. I need some help. I <laughs> need to nail this weekend if I want any chance of you know competing for the title, which I don't even know what the prize is, but whatever <laughs> it is, I want it. <laughs> So, this first week, I'm going with UNC. Okay. The Tar Heels. I think, though they are six-point underdogs, last I checked, against NC State. Mm-hmm. And NC State is ranked 20th. UNC is unranked. I think UNC, I think they've always had you know the, the players to be good. They just haven't really put it together. Right. I'm hoping they do this week against NC State, who have had a pretty good season, but I'm still not convinced about them. I'm going with UNC in the upset. All righty. I am also going with UNC. I think Sam Howell, even though he's been tanking all season so he doesn't go to a bad NFL team, he needs to have one game where he's like, hey, I'm still a good quarterback. I promise. I was just not yeah. playing very well. Gosh, dang it. Kansas State just lost by five. Is it over? Scrum diddly. Yep, there goes my upset pick. Okay. So (laughs) much for that. (laughs) Live reaction. I hate it when they throw little check downs and they run out the clock. You might as well just ground it and save yourself 15 seconds. True. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry. So you got UNC? I got UNC. Yeah, I think Sam Howell does not want to go to the Lions. So definitely not. <laughs> he's got to prove himself. So I don't know if he would anyway, the way this season has been. <laughs> the next game we have the Apple Cup, which I must say, this is one of my favorite names for rivalry. Oh, yes. Because I love apples. I love apple juice. I love apple beer, <laughs> apple pie, caramel apple lollipops. Oh, yes. There's some great apple things. Thrashed apple Mountain Dew. Oh. Ooh, I forgot about that one. I need to get some more of that. Is there bad like apple like food out there? I don't think so. I can't think of any. I can't think of any either. Apples are just too good. Mm-hmm. And this game also fits right along there as we have Washington State traveling to Washington this year. And it's the spread has this as a one point game. Mm. So it should be a good one. And I'm going with Washington State here. They're the favorites. Washington has looked pretty booty this year. (laughs) So I've got the other Cougars winning this one. Alrighty. I am with you. And mainly I'm just picking with my heart here because I want Washington State to go to the Pac-12 championship game, which will happen if Oregon State beats Oregon and Washington State wins the Apple Cup. So, wazoo, baby. That'll be fun. Justin um, is also going with Washington State. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned Justin's pick for the other game, which was NC State. Oh, already. So he's got the singular wolf pack winning that one. And like <laughs> you said, Washington State here, we're all in agreement, which means Washington is definitely going to win. Yep. <laughs> but enough about that. <laughs> 
Uh, our next game is the exact opposite side of the country in something that is called the Sunshine Showdown. Say that five times fast. Kind of a tongue twister. <laughs> Sunshine Showdown. Yes. Florida State at Florida. Two dumpster fires. Florida State trending in the right direction, whereas Florida is trending in the worst direction you could possibly ever be trending. Yeah. I'm going with the Nemi Souls. <laughs> just because they are the lesser of two evils here. I hate both of these schools. And I was tempted to go with Florida just because I hate Dan Mullen, and so I'd love to see Florida win without him as their head coach. But I do think Florida State's going to win, so I'm going with the Seminoles. Yeah, I'm also going with the Seminoles. Oh, I get you. I laugh out loud about both these teams. <laughs> um, Florida somehow is favored by That's a head scratcher. two and a half. It looks like, which is beyond me. I'm also, yeah, like I said, going with Florida State. I think, you know, like you mentioned before, they're trending up. Florida is trending down, or they've already trended down as much as they can, and they're just flatlining at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and Justin agrees with us. He's going with Florida State. So another bad sign for <laughs> our well, picks. <laughs> Starting out, two straight losses. Love it. <laughs> uh, this next one may also be another L for all of us. The Commonwealth Cup. Virginia mm. Tech at Virginia. Now, I worry about this one because I think Virginia can win the game. But yeah. my question is, will they win the game? In my head, I'm trying to think of – I'm thinking of Bronco – Versus Utah, where he could like never get up for the big game, you know, for like yeah, those true. years after Max Hall left. But I think Brennan Armstrong is a more capable leader than Bronco in this one. Sorry, Bronco. I love you, but <laughs> Brennan Armstrong is going to win you the game. I expect yeah. high scoring, bet the over, and bet Virginia. Yep. I'm also going with Virginia. I think. I think for a while, this game was not really much of a rivalry because Virginia Tech has the better football program. Mm -hmm. But Bronco has Virginia you know, playing better football. They've got a great offense this year. But, you know, like you said, Bronco kind of did the same thing at BYU where we had some good teams, but, you know, for some odd reason, we could just never beat our rival no matter what we did. Right. And will this happen again, but with a new rivalry in Virginia and Virginia Tech? I don't know. I think Virginia is a better team, which is why I'm picking them. But we'll see how the Bronco effect plays out in this one. Yeah. Uh, fun little factoid. Virginia has won twice versus Virginia Tech since 1999. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just... Yeah, just yeah. throwing that out there. That's been very one-sided. Yes. But in the Commonwealth. <laughs> in the Commonwealth. Is that just like the name of the region? You being well, from there? Just Virginia itself. It's called and the Commonwealth? Some people call them a state. Some people call them a Commonwealth. Oh. <laughs> very historical. They've got Virginia Commonwealth University. Oh. Also VCU. Powerhouse. So, Yeah. Yeah, Already, usually not a good game, but maybe this year it'll be a little spicy. Yeah, let's hope so. 
Justin's also going with Virginia, so we have a clean sweep and there. Another sweep. <laughs> Not making up much ground this week so far. All right, next we have the Battle for the Land Grant Trophy. Penn State, who's a one-point favorite at Michigan State, who's still licking their wounds from their beating they took at Ohio State. Yeah, Michigan State got exposed last week against Ohio State. And Penn State, they've had kind of an up-and-down year. Yeah. They are the one-point favorite in this one, which is a little surprising considering they're unranked Michigan State's number 12. And Penn State's on the road, too. Yeah, it's at Michigan State. Um, I'm going with Michigan State in this one. Sparty. I think they bounced back to their last week of the regular season, their last chance to make this season a really special one. Or... Maybe they'll lose again and kind of fade into the background. Mm. So I think Sparty will win this one. Already. That's a hot take. I am going with Penn State. Two reasons here. One, my Uncle Jared went to Penn State. Love you, Jared. We are. Second, (laughs) (laughs) we need Penn State to win because if Michigan State loses, then we can jump them in the polls, get closer to New Year's Six. Yeah. And I don't have a third reason because logic, it's not, not I don't do logic. Um, yeah. Penn State. Okay. And Justin <laughs> is with you. And that should be a great game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know why it's called the Battle for the Land Grant Trophy? I assume because they're battling for the Land Grant Trophy, but as past that, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is there like some historical, like Westward expansion land grant thing that happened in Michigan and Pennsylvania. I don't know. I'm sure. Interesting name. Why is it called the land grant trophy? Michigan State University followed by Penn State University are the nation's oldest land grant universities. Okay. (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) I guess that answers the question. (laughs) For some. For some. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the next game is one that we alluded to earlier, and it is the Civil War. Oh, baby. Now, not the one from the 1860s. Yes, definitely this is, not. <laughs> this is that one already happened. This one is Oregon State, Oregon. Uh, it's at Oregon this year. Oregon is ranked 11. Oregon State is unranked, but it has looked pretty good in some games. Yeah, they're frisky. So, what do you think about this one? Honestly, like you were saying earlier, the orange and green, just like, it looks so good on the field it's, together. It's great to watch. <laughs> and I I remember last year, we had a bunch of rivalry games canceled last year because of COVID, but this mm-hmm. is one that was still on, and it was one of the greatest games I've ever seen. Oregon State yeah. totally, like, should not have been in that game, but totally fought back. It was so yeah. foggy, you couldn't see the game from the broadcasting. Oh, I remember like, that. <laughs> It's just it's this is a great game. So I'm going with Oregon State. Um, I love their slogan every damn day because mm. the Beavers. They're Beavers. Yes, yeah. and I think they're going to damn the Ducks and win the game. Nice, getting all scriptural over here. <laughs> um, I'm going with Oregon in this one because I mean Oregon are favored by seven, and I think. Like, similar to Michigan State, this is kind of their last chance to make a case for themselves and mm-hmm. get into a New Year's Six Bowl. 
Now, as a BYU fan, we want Oregon State to win. Right. We want everyone ahead of us to lose. But unfortunately, I think Oregon will win this one. It'll be a close one, a good game, I hope. But I've got Oregon pulling this one out. Yeah. Justin is with you. Is going with He's the Ducks. Going with Oregon. Yep. So wow. that one's going to be a fun one, though. Yeah. It's going to be very fun. BYU fans need to keep an eye on that one. Oh, yes. And Michigan State as well. Another one that could potentially have an effect on BYU, maybe not so much as the other ones, the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe. Number 14, Wisconsin, traveling to Minnesota. Now, this one, I love this bet. I love this one. I remember in 2019 when Wisconsin traveled to Minnesota and Minnesota was having that great, great year. They had like nine, ten wins. They're rowing the boat. Exactly. And then Wisconsin wins, gets the axe, goes down to the goalpost, pretends to chop it down, and then rows the boat with the axe across the field. They did not. (laughs) They did. And so it's super chippy. It is looking really one-sided right now. Um, mm-hmm. just because Wisconsin's favored by so much. Minnesota's been struggling, but I think this one's going to be close. And I am actually going to go with Missanota here, picking completely okay. with my heart. Wow. Going with your with your gut? I Definitely. Guess. <laughs> yeah, Wisconsin, uh, I'm picking the team with the better defense here, which is Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Um, I think they'll win this one. I don't know if it'll be the prettiest game, <laughs> but <laughs> I do think Wisconsin will win this one. And they're ranked 14th, one point behind BYU. Mm-hmm. So kind of breathing down our necks a little bit. But I do have Wisconsin winning this one. And Justin agrees with me. He's got Wisconsin as well. Oh, boy. This could be very good for me or very bad for me. Yeah. <laughs> now, next... This is one of my all-time favorite rivalries as well, um, and and again in the past, like in the past couple of years, it hasn't been super exciting. But Bedlam, oh yeah, ten Oklahoma at seven Oklahoma State, the Pokes are favored by four. Holy crap! This one has huge implications for BYU. Absolutely, um, BYU currently has three Big Twelve teams ranked ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And if three Big 12 teams get into a New Year's Six Bowl, BYU probably will not. Done, done. <laughs> so we need, you know, one, hopefully two of those teams to lose this week and next week. And so I'm picking Oklahoma State to beat Oklahoma. I also think Oklahoma have been kind of fraudulent all year. <gasps> They've had all sorts of quarterback problems and benching one and bringing the other then benching him and bringing back the first one. And it's been a mess. (laughs) Yeah. So I've got Oklahoma state winning this one, the cow pokes. All right. I am also going with the cow pokes. They're going to poke the Sooners and uh, they're going to get it done. I do not think Oklahoma has any sort of offensive identity right now. Cause like what you were saying, they don't know who's their quarterback and to be frank, like both of them kind of suck. So yeah, true. Definitely going with the pokes in this one. They have a fantastic defense, and their offense does just enough. Pretty conservative, but they do just enough to get it done. Going with the pokes. Yeah, and Justin is with us both. We've got another clean sweep here. Oh no, bad sign. 
as always. <laughs> but yeah, as a BYU fan, you definitely want Oklahoma to lose this one and hope that they drop below BYU, which would be great for our New Year Six hopes. Yeah, and it's not out of the question, too. Oklahoma's number 10 right now. Yeah. BYU to win, Oklahoma loses, it's very possible we jump them. Yeah. Fingers crossed for that one. Next up. Next up. Oh. You got this one. Oh, oh. Okay. This is a big one. This is my favorite game of every college football year. It is the game, the okay. Ohio State University going to that team up north Oof. in the big house. 10 a.m., like always, it's going to be on Fox. Number two versus number five. I. This is literally for all the marbles. Like, winner yeah. goes to the Big Ten championship game. Winner most likely goes to the playoff. Uh, Jim Harbaugh hasn't been able to beat Ohio State, you know, and so he's fighting to keep his job, to prove that he can win the big one. Ohio State is trying to prove their back, prove they deserve to be number one. They're, you know, prove their dominance. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, it's going to be so chippy. It's going to, oh, I just love it. I'm going this, with, yeah, sorry, what you you got, you got? I'm going with the Ohio State University. OH, baby. We're going to take it home. We're going to drub the Wolverines by 50. Yeah, this, in my opinion, is, it's like the most college football game in all of college football. I like that. The heated rivalry, the history, you've got, you know, the pageantry, the band, Ohio State band is legendary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's at noon on Saturday in the Eastern time zone, 10 o'clock here. Just the perfect college football game. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this one. I also have Ohio State. They're favored by eight points against Michigan. And honestly, Harbaugh can beat Ohio State. No That's matter it. what khakis he puts on, he's <laughs> not beating Ohio State. And Ohio State is, like you said, fighting for their you know, position in the you know national college football narrative. I think they win this one. It may be a close game. Or Ohio State might just come off wanting to destroy them and run away with it pretty easily. I would not mm-hmm. be surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, last year, this game got canceled because Michigan, quote, had COVID. Mm-hmm. Major quotation marks there. Sure, Michigan. Sure. Um, but Ryan Day earlier that season there's like some spat between him and Jim Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh is like spreading all these rumors about Ohio state, not following COVID protocols or something. Oh yeah. I can't exactly remember, but Ryan day said, we're going to hang a hundred on him. Yes. <laughs> Michigan suddenly had COVID and couldn't play him. Yeah. They were the ones with COVID. So I'm very excited for this game. I think Ryan day is going to have the troops very much ready. Oh yeah. Should be a good one. Justin mm-hmm. also is picking Ohio state which I feel like is the pick to make, but that does mean this is a, another clean sweep for Ohio State. Knock on some wood here. Yep. Hope there's no bad juju there. Yes, please. Jared just knocked on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to say that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, moving on to the last and most important game. BYU, seven-point favorites at USC. The late night, Pac-12 after dark. BYU is playing for a Pac-12 championship game, and USC is playing for perhaps bowl eligibility. Yeah, are they going to play that Cal game ever? They are. I think they're going to play it during championship weekend. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about this one already, and so I'm just going to say I've got BYU winning this one, and I think they will cover the seven-point spread. All right. Go Cougars. Yeah, I am going with you. Absolutely. We're going to cover the spread, win outright. I think we win by two or three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I think it's not even going to be close. Yeah, hopefully our defense gives Jackson Dart some problems, and Jaron Hall picks up where he left off. Mm-hmm. Before the Georgia Southern game, or in the first half of the Georgia Southern <laughs> game, but yeah, I think we should win this one pretty easily. And Justin is with us. Yeah, what's one thing you want to see from BYU in this one? I want to see our offense look really good. I think last week was kind of a quiet game for us. Our offense, our defense didn't start off well, but ended pretty well in the second half. I want to see our offense put up big numbers against USC. And I want to see us you know, look good on TV for the committee. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. I want to see a heavy dose of Tyler Algier. Mm-hmm. He was not named a finalist for the Doak Walker Award, which goes to the best running back in college football. Wow. Which I think is kind of booty. Absolutely snubbed. Yeah. He is by far one of the best. He's up there with Trayvon Henderson and Hassan Haskins and Kenneth Walker the third. You yeah. know, he's definitely up there. But I I just hope we get, you know, two hundred yards from him and five touchdowns. That'd Jared awesome. Hall runs for three touchdowns, throws for eight. Um the Nakuas have four touchdowns apiece. I'd love that. All in the same game. Yep. Hundred and seventy six to zero. <laughs> Last week of our regular season, let's end it on a high note and hope for the best in terms of New Year's Six Bowl placement. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, we'll have the fan vote out soon on the Instagram, so go vote mm-hmm. for that. Um, uh, Boise State is just getting absolutely slobber knockered right now. Dang it. That stinks. Oh, well. Yeah. So, yeah, this episode is coming out a little bit later than usual, but, you know, if you see it pop up on your phone or you can go look for it, give it a listen to get ready for the weekend. It's a great weekend in college football, and Jared will be putting together his weekend watch guide. It is up right now. Oh, it's already up. Yeah, so you can go check that out on the website. It's got a little tidbit of information about all the rivalries as well, so Mm. go check that out. I'm going to do that right after this. So, yeah, check that out. Thanks for listening. As always, check out our social media platforms. And, you know, if you have a friend who likes BYU sports or podcasts or both, and you like our podcast, you know, tell them about it. And if there's anything you'd want us to change or do better or something you want to see us do, let us know. Yeah. We're just doing this for fun, and we want it to be fun for you guys as well. Yeah. So, everybody, enjoy. Let's have a weekend. Let's bull.
Mm-hmm. <laughs>